0: You.
1: Welcome to Tell Me More About Co-Housing with Lynn Morissette and Kelly Soika. Co-Housing Houston is a multi-generational community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We have broken ground on the first co-housing project in Houston, Texas. In fact, the very first in all of the great state of Texas.
0: The great state of Texas. Hey, Lynn, how are you?
1: I am great. How are you today? Well, Yes, yes, this is a story we need this to tell our listeners, thing. right?
0: Yes. We had a flash of brilliance yesterday. We were actually sitting in the exact same place, but it was yeah. in the afternoon next to the pool, recorded this amazing podcast. It was amazing. It was wasn't amazing. It? it was our it best. Was really, it was totally our best, totally our best yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But nobody will believe that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we went to finish recording, just turn it off. And we discovered we had been on mute the whole Whole time. time. The whole time.
1: So that makes me wonder about (sighs) the old story about the tree falling in the woods. You know, if it fell in the woods and it made a (laughs) bunch of noise. Did Did it really make noise? Nobody was there. So nobody (laughs) heard our podcast. So anyway, as we are resilient co-housers and the power of supporting each other and the power of a common vision and energy, we made a date to We're back. We're back. We're and back. we are going to record this thing. So
0: again, we are poolside. We and are poolside. again, we are thinking about summer. And it's interesting because it is like actually a relatively cool morning here in Houston for summer. But even so, the sun is coming down. Mm-hmm. It feels lovely. Kids are off for their second to last week of school. So we're thinking about summer. And what would summer be like in co-housing and how would it feel if we were there now rather than than here now
1: I know I was I was just thinking about all these different rites of passage and the fact that um so I've been invited to my nephew's you know high school graduation and I was just thinking about uh what would that be like if my nephew was living in co-housing. Yeah. Would, would would the external family be invited? Would it be such a stress? I can tell my, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law brother a little bit like, okay, are we going to do this? Do the kids want us to do this? Who should we invite? And it becomes this yeah. whole big thing. And I just had the sense that in co-housing, there's so many, you're surrounded by so many rituals and so many kind of norms that everything just flows a lot more easily.
0: Yeah. It's a lot easier. You know, it's funny you bring up high school graduation because my oldest will graduate. We will have just moved into college and that'll be her senior year. Yeah. And so we will have a graduation, you know, party there. And yes, in general, like you definitely invite, you know, your extended people outside of co-housing. Mm-hmm. But then also the people inside of co-housing, you know, are really meaningful to the person being celebrated. And sure. you know, they've spent a lot of time together. And it's it's easy and it's also many hands make light work. So sure. if you are putting on something, you know, I think about there was a wedding when we lived in Boulder. And um, you know, everyone pitched in, everybody Mm. helped to make it happen. And it definitely relieves some of the stress. It's not all on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. I feel like we say this about everything co-housing, you know, it just- It must
1: think we're like a broken record.
0: (laughs) But (laughs) it's so true. It's so true that when you don't live in that environment, you really a lot more falls on your shoulders on right. your personal yeah shoulders. oh yeah well
1: I just think about there's certain people in our family who we do this for each other just before like I'm about to drive to Pearland to my brothers I will call him and say okay last minute yeah. what did you forget at the grocery store yeah and inevitably there's some small thing but I could just imagine if I'm in co-housing speed dial hey Can you run over to the ice house? Give me a bag, extra bag of ice. So, and I was just thinking not only on those things where you're launching kids or, you know, like off. So like a high school graduation is a launch off. And then of course there's a launch to college that would happen at the end of the summer. But I'm thinking about the kids coming back as well. So those are, I mean, that amazing first year behind you Mm -hmm. and the college student coming home. Yeah. It is, as a mother who's gone through that, it is just the most wonderful experience. And to share that with people, you really kind of want to invite everybody over. Of course, the kids don't want you to invite everybody (laughs) over, but because you're so excited, you want to share that with other people. And I just visualize, you know, like their daughter coming home after the first year of college and everybody just wrapping their arms around her like, hey, she's like, sorry, I can't talk long. I'm meeting my friends. Um, but then you we can all sit around together as grown-ups go oh look at
0: how she's changed and isn't she great she's so she's so this she's so that or it's fun when like kids go do a semester abroad or something and then you run into them you know in the community and you're like you're back and you get to hear all about it and you get to hear it that's true summer trips too you know as people travel it's so much nicer to be able to kind of catch up and find out how it was and how it went and it's, I think, also less exhausting for the person who's kind of done the big thing to just show yeah. up at community dinner and kind of give the news to, to a big exactly. group of people rather than, you know, one-on-one on one-on-one. Right. It's really, yeah, it's a really nice kind of welcoming back into the community. So in
1: thinking about the summer, so we get through high school graduation, which is in Texas is in May usually, um, and then some of it spills over into June. I heard this year because of COVID things, some of yes. it's spilling over. But then what happens is we get into some holidays, right?
0: Yeah, the big three, the The big big three three. summer holidays. That's really different in my experience in co-housing because co-housers really do get together and celebrate Mm -hmm. these holidays. You know, whereas I feel like in my life outside of co-housing, you know, you kind of have plans or, you know, people are thinking about doing whatever. But, you know, don't book other stuff because you'll feel bad if you <laughs> you don't want yeah, to miss out on the yeah. 4th of July or, the, or Memorial yeah. Day or Labor Day. You know, they're just like fun times to all get so, together.
1: So just for our international audience because don't forget, we got a guy, Darren, right? dialing in from Australia yes. and the firemen from Canada and who knows who else. <laughs> our vast international yeah, audience. Yeah, our vast yes. international audience. So let's go through the three. And it's kind of I've never really thought about those three in the same way, but they're bookending us, right? So yeah. on the front end. We've got Memorial Day, which is the last Monday in May consistently. Yeah. Then we have in the middle, we have 4th of July, which is... And, and Wait, let's back up. Memorial Day. What in the heck is that all about? Do you well, know?
0: We're the wrong audience for this because it's really funny. When we recorded this last time, Lynn was like, it's the... What date is it? And I'm like, I don't actually know. I get Memorial Day and Labor Day mixed up all okay. the time. I didn't grow up in the US. So I'm well and see this is
1: my fault it. too. I know <laughs> Memorial Day has something to do with people who've had service or they've died in service, but I get that confused with November eleventh. So right. which is Veterans Day. So anyway. So somebody, write to us. Send us an email us, yeah. and
0: help us out here. Yeah. We are yes. educated
1: overseas, arriving in the yeah. US much later in life. So we haven't gone through that. Uh, training yeah. that one does when one becomes a citizen <laughs> actually we should have gone through citizen training
0: i know we right, we don't, then we would we know. don't we qualify would <laughs> yeah
1: so anyway we do know that that thing exists because i always got the day off work so the last monday uh in may and then we've got the fourth of july which pretty much everybody on the planet knows that that's when the americans broke away from the british <laughs> and they're still uh talking about it Our one big glory. So 4th of July, the interesting thing about 4th of July and why I think it's really pertinent to co-housing is that 4th of July is always on the 4th of July. It is never attached to the nearest weekend. So it's very awkward if you're working and you can't afford to take off the whole week or whatever it is. So you often end up as a working couple or family with kind of like wake up the 4th of July morning, go, Oh my gosh, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, We don't even have any plans. We got too, (laughs) we got too busy. We didn't invite anybody over. We couldn't get it organized. And tomorrow's another work day. So um, well, maybe there's some fireworks somewhere so it can end up being kind of a a weird funky holiday.
0: But I hear that once I move into co-housing, I need not worry. It's so fun. You know, I just think that that's one that's really consistently um, it, I mean, all of them get celebrated, but that one is one that, you know, it invites a lot of ritual, like where does everybody go to go watch the fireworks and mm. you know, everyone coming together to go um, do this thing. And, you know, it's after dark, so the kids stay up and it's just really fun to be all together and year in and year out to come do the same yeah. stuff is really great. Although I want to give a shout out to, to the community we lived in in Fort Collins had a massive water fight on the 4th of July. And it was so great. Kids, (laughs) adults, coolers being filled up with water as you know, extra munitions and It was just a really, really fun time. So I hope that we will find something uh, that we enjoy doing here. I'm sure. Probably involving cold water, that would be nice. Definitely, because
1: you can count on it being warm on the (laughs) 4th of July. And then of course, it's bookended on the back end. The third holiday is what we call Labor Day. Um, which is kind of interesting because we are I think pretty much the only country on the planet that yeah. celebrates Labor Day not on May 1st right. <laughs> and we do that on the first Monday in September and in the South we've already started school yeah. which is weird we're
0: already like back in yeah you. so nobody is like
1: wrapping up a summer holiday mm-hmm. because you're already back and you've you're you're back and running so you're kind of yeah. also tied really more to where you live so again can end up being like, mm, okay, what are we doing like, this weekend? Like, oh gosh, it's Labor Day. Yeah. We- <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So again, that's a great space where co-housing really just, it's so easy to bring a group of people together and have a nice barbecue and a good meal outside. And, yeah. you know, it's just a really lovely time together. And then celebrate the end of the summer, you know. Yeah, for for real. Deck chairs and yeah, call it it. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: except for it's not the end of the summer. Right in
0: Houston, you still got it. So the good news
1: is you can keep going all the way to Christmas probably, (laughs) and then just pack them up for a week. True, true. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, that gets me thinking about when I mentioned going out of town. Um, I'm just thinking about other plans for the summer. So you've got these holidays parked in there if you're there. Great. But then a lot of people, of course, travel, people come to visit. And I'm just thinking myself getting ready for a trip this summer about just how much more complicated it is.
0: So what are you doing to prepare for your trip?
1: Well, and, and of course, I'm obviously preparing all the things you do regardless, but just thinking about leaving my house alone. Yeah. So, you know, there's a constable who we can um, subscribe to come by and watch our house every day. Of course, there's this ongoing debate in the neighborhood. Is that a good thing? Because that tells any burglar who's watching your house that, oh, by the way, she's out of town or they're out of town. (laughs) So now would be a good time. Um, So there's that thing. There's also managing the garbage. Who's going to take out your garbage? Yeah. Who's gonna are you gonna stop you the newspaper? Or are you gonna donate the newspaper? Are you going to um have the mail routed or kept at the post office? But there's constraints on that as well. Yep. I learned after I retired that you can only do that for 28 days or something. Right. And then they won't do it anymore. And, and they deliver
0: and, a box of mail on your. Yeah. Yeah. Your or they don't, you have to go to the post office and stand <laughs> in a long
1: line and yeah. get it. And then there's packages, which, you know, my kids seem to be oblivious to the fact that we might not be there to pick them up. So they will have <laughs> packages delivered, delivered yep. and not going through the mail. So it's all those kinds of things. And then of course, it's the the topic that nobody really likes to think about but the fact is that we're heading towards june 1st now which signals yep. you know
0: what this is the other uh holiday in texas right <laughs> <laughs> the watch party for yeah. will we won't we have a hurricane will we won't yep. we have
1: a hurricane yep. so yeah so we will be uh wherever we are watching cnn weather news and looking like okay this thing just entered the gulf and what is going to happen next so You know, do you, um, you know, do you rally around your neighbors when they're out of town and board up their house or what do you do? Yeah. And if you have a really close relationship with them during, you know, 15 years ago during Hurricane Ike, one of our neighbors was in Europe for the month and we knew her well enough. We, we came together and we did this for her. We boarded up her house. But honestly, I, our neighborhood has completely changed over the whole tone of things have changed. I don't think anybody would do that for us. I
0: wonder what people do if they have like a service or something. I hope that you will call on us. We're here I for will. this summer and I would be. And happy I can to assure you, it.
1: all the boards are all cut awesome. and numbered and <laughs> measured. We can get on FaceTime and explain there we to go. you. But um, no, they don't. There is no really any service, or there hasn't been in the past. Yeah. Uh, you gotta have your people that mm-hmm. you call. And I think those people that people have had are are few and far between right yeah. now so well i
0: think too you know I, so where we live geographically um there are places around us where people leave and they leave their things out on their um porches mm-hmm. and i worry that in a big storm not even a hurricane just a big storm that things are going to fly off of their porches and so i think too like one of the benefits of living in co-housing mm-hmm. is that because there's a group of us there you know at any given time there's a group of us there. We're better neighbors too. We're better right. able to protect the neighborhood around us by taking care of our things during her day. Well, and you
1: will know certain things like on my patio, I will have this one table and you will say, now be very careful because Lynn paid lot of money for that table
0: (laughs) and she she
1: absolutely loves it so you can't just throw it around right (laughs) might not look like much to you but she loves it you know
0: (laughs) exactly so those
1: kinds of things just kind of a knowledge of each other's comings and goings and where they are and how to get a hold of them yeah do they mind and what is i think it's well so the other
0: season that summer brings for if you have kids is what are the kids going to do right over the summer and so i think back to being in co-housing and people who worked would put out an email and say, you know, so-and-so is doing camps this week and this week, but, you know, it's going to be home for this month. And what are we doing? What is happening? And so, you know, people make sure that their kids have, there was like a a rec center nearby, like, do they have the punch card for the rec Mm -hmm. center? Um, You know, is everybody all geared up and ready to go so that when somebody is hauling kids to the pool, your kid can just slot in with that too. And, you know, it's like this uh, kind of summer camp feeling for, for kids and then also for adults you know you get Mm. to go do fun stuff you get to drive a whole castle of kids down to the beach and go stand up paddle boarding or whatever or a group of moms will get together and you know go do something with the kids or the dads will take them to go do stuff and it's really fun. You know, it's just, I am nice so bummed
1: I didn't live in co-housing when I was a working <laughs> mom. My kids would have loved it. They, they would have, have had it. a much better childhood. <laughs> they wouldn't have had to get up at 6am in the summer to go to a stupid camp.
0: Well, they probably learned something from camp too. But... I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so
0: I think about that a lot. And then the other thing that, um, we've heard tell that people do in the summer though Lynn and I do not yeah. is, um, it's just a ton of gardening, yeah. you know, people being out and in the gardens and tending to their gardens and, you know, being able to see people. To me, that is kind of the summer camp feel for adults because you've got just people out and about and everyone's a little more relaxed and the schedule's a little more relaxed and Mm -hmm. it's just really lovely. It's a really lovely place to be when you want to walk out and see the liveliness of the neighborhood. Yeah. You know,
1: we should have a gardener come on and tell us about the the cycle the yes. annual cycle in texas i think that's good idea. because i wonder whether the deep summer is really their time my guess is what based on what i see in the neighborhood yeah, as an observer fall. it's kind yeah. of spring and fall mm-hmm. it's the shoulder seasons yeah. but that would be interesting wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't have it? them talk about but they're very busy right now planning our future <laughs> uh landscaping and gardening so um, any other celebrations inside the community? I know you talked about the, the water gun fight, yeah. which I've heard you talk about and I look forward to, yeah. um, any other
0: kind of things that, uh, spring to mind for me? Well, you know, I was thinking we did that podcast, um, around Christmas of different celebrations that uh-huh. different communities do, uh-huh. you know, and so many communities have just different things that they enjoy spending time together and, and ways of bringing themselves out of their homes and bringing yeah. themselves together. And um, so I would love to hear if people have other ideas or other things that their communities are to write in, I would love to. Yeah, hear.
1: especially that in the summer. Fantastic. Well, mm-hmm. and of course, in Houston, and I'm thinking about where we're moving to, which is very, very proximate to the downtown area yeah. and a lot of new things happening there and on the light rail and on the light rail, which makes it even better because then you don't have to fuss around with parking. Yep. Parking. Oh my goodness! Downtown, they charge you twenty dollars for event parking now. Right. So we can get on the rail for you know bucks something or another, yep. and um, just pop down there. So Discovery Green has got all those you know nostalgia movies yeah. and music and events. They've got and events. They cool. even put up a rollerblading rink here. <laughs> I know they've done the 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 ice slushy skating. ice yes. skating. Yeah, I call it slushy ice skating <laughs> because it's uh, kind of warm here. Um, and then there's other things, I mean, I think just that proximity is, I find fascinating to me, but not just the proximity, to, but just the proximity to other people who you could just kind of pick up along the way. Yes. So, for example, this weekend, I noticed that there's this art bike. So we have a art car tradition. Can okay,
0: what this is, though? Yeah. Um, so in Houston, there's this parade and people take cars and they convert the cars into things that are truly fantastical. So they decorate them or they add things to them. And so that is called the Art Car Parade. But somebody has taken this idea and made an art bike. Bike. So this weekend is the Art Bike inaugural i think yeah i've never seen and and
1: and one of the places that they're gathering is at smither park which is real near yeah our project it is
0: so cool
1: i know and it's Mm -hmm. very cool place to go to base case but i i know that if i suggest it to my dear husband who's very very good and will pretty much do anything but he would be like eyebrows raised really <laughs> yeah so but I know if I was in co-housing you'd yep. be like hey who wants to go to?" The-? and I know yeah. all the kids like me
0: me me yeah me, definitely yeah. it would be like I'm gonna yeah. spend an hour going to yeah this. let's just let's hop just over go. there for an hour yes. so yep. it
1: just kind of lowers the bar yes on on getting things organized and I yes. think you know you think about kind of a bit of a segue, all the times that you're trying to organize, like just getting together with another family for dinner. Yeah. My goodness. I know how many texts. Yep. And re rescheduling does that take? Yeah. Um, which kind of leads me to just other organic things that happen in the east end.
0: Yeah. So much is going on over there. I feel like that neighborhood is just at a point where you have a lot of homegrown activity. Still, it's not all kind of commercialized and managed yet, whereas other parts of Houston are just much more, you know, they're they're longer established, kind of uh, you know, like I think about the the art shows at Sawyer, they're really great art shows, but they're just a lot more managed. They're more commercial, more managed. The East End still just has these like really awesome, unique, cool things that pop up and happen that you can just go and experience by being out and about in the neighborhood. But don't you feel like when you find one of those gems
1: going on in the East End, like you found something yeah. that other people haven't <laughs> true, found? True, 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 yeah. Like you're like, ooh. And so the the great part in the city that I just read yesterday is almost 7 million metro area. Really? Yeah. I, I read that in the paper. I thought, holy smokes. The good news about some of these little organic pop-up things in the East End is that they're not ridiculously crowded. Right. And so it has more of a small town feel to it whenever I go to one of these things I run into somebody I know because I'm starting to kind of circulate in that uh, little circle of people who are migrating there who are living there already and I just love that feel I love that too yeah my son says having just moved there he does feel like he's kind of moved from the big city of Houston into this little town
0: nice which
1: which I think is lovely Mm -hmm. and of course not to mention all the restaurants that are popping up over in that area. Yes,
0: which is it feels exciting. like every day there's like some new thing that has opened up.
1: Well, of course, fun. of course, Allison Cook, who's one of our food critics in Houston, lives in the East End <laughs> and <laughs> is always talking about her neighborhood cooking. So, well, you know, if you want to find out more about this, and this sounds like a lot of fun, you should yeah. consider being an explorer. Do you think?
0: Yes, come explore with us this summer. We've got some fun stuff planned. We have a nice. uh, get together on a Friday afternoon that I'm calling the Friday afternoon club. And I'm Um, translating
1: to others. Thank God it's Friday, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. TGIF for those of you working. Yeah, Yeah, come along, it's gonna be fun. Yeah.
0: And um, yeah, if you wanna come and explore Houston with us, or you wanna come and uh, figure out co-housing with us, join us as an explorer. It's an easy way to get to know us. It's an easy way to get to know co-housing. And we'd like to get to know you.
1: Yeah, and just look for the explore menu option on our website. So I want to thank everybody for stopping by today. And I'm so glad you clicked on our episode. For more information about our project, Cohousing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about cohousing, we like cohousing.org. We're really active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Cohousing Houston. And we'll see you next time. See you then. Bye.